bringing you key insights, tips, and advice from the brightest minds in the Canadian franchising industry. This is the Franchise Canada Chats Podcast. Canada Chats podcast. I'm your co-host Trisha. And I'm Andrew. And today we got to chat with Ryan Kelly. He's the VP of Sales and Marketing, COO and co-owner of WSI Smart Marketing, one of the world's largest and most innovative digital marketing agencies. Ryan has provided innovative solutions to countless businesses looking to enhance their web design, advanced conversion tracking, SEO, and social media. He has won several awards with the franchise, including the 2018 Top Contributor Award. In this interview, we cover topics like why Ryan decided to choose franchising as a career path to success, the most difficult thing he had to do as a new franchisee, how to work effectively with family members, and so much more. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Hi, Ryan. How you doing? Good, good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. So let's just dive right in. Tell us about WSI International. Sure. So WSI uh, is an acronym for We Simplify the Internet, and we are a full-service digital franchise for marketing. And our corporate headquarters is in uh, Canada, and we are, I think there's probably around a 1,000 of us, 1,100 agencies. We're in 87 countries, Um, and I'm fortunate enough where my agency in Santa Rosa, California, is currently the fifth largest in the network in the U.S. and the sixth largest in the world. Nice. And what were you doing prior to starting this business? So I started this business about 11 years ago. Um, and okay, it's a little bit of a storyline, but here you go. So uh, I was working for the Yellow Pages because uh, okay. I've always loved marketing and advertising and working with small business and, and watching people succeed as a business. And I also love sales. Um, so I was working for the Yellow Pages. I started out answering the phones in an office. And then I became an assistant to an account executive uh, and then I became an account executive. And then I became the uh, district manager, then the regional manager, where I managed eight states for the uh, Yellow Pages. And essentially what ended up happening was I could see that the Yellow Pages were starting to die. Um, The print wasn't working like it should have. The Internet was just starting. This was probably about 13 years ago. so I, I called a meeting and I, I flew in and I met with the president of, of Yellow Book. Um, and I said, look, you know, you've been really great to me. I'm giving you my six months notice. And he said, why? And I said, because this thing called the internet is coming and we have nothing to do with it. And it's where the world is going. Um, so he said, I refuse to take your resignation. I said, here's my letter. You have six months, find me somebody and I'll train them up all the way. Um, and he said, well, we'll talk. So I thought, okay, that's a weird, weird reply. Um, so then a couple months later, he called me and said that he had negotiated a new position for me at Google um, to help figure out how to bring Yellow Book online. How do we get them a website going? How do we work with Google to begin selling product line downhill? Um, so that was kind of my introduction. And I, of course, now took my resignation back because that's what I wanted to be doing. Um, and I did that for a couple of years. And during that process, I had met this beautiful girl at church uh, and I was flying for business for Google and for Yellow Book. I was flying all around the country for about three weeks of the month, every month. 
and I could see the writing on the wall that if I wanted to be a dad and have kids and be a present father, um, I needed to do something where I was a little bit more in charge of my destiny. Um, so it was uh, a little more of a backstory. My father, Ken, uh, started a company in Atlanta, Georgia, here in America. And he had about 11 years ago just retired from that company and he ran half the world for the company. It's actually still publicly traded uh, in America on the NASDAQ. It's worth about $3 billion with a B. Um, so I remember going over to his house and my mom greeted me at the door and gave me a big hug. And she said, Ryan, you won't believe it. Your dad's trying to garden with me. And I thought it was really funny, uh, but I kind of laughed it off. And then I went in the backyard and my dad was on his hands and knees uh, in the garden. And he stands up and he gives me a hug and says, Ryan, you won't believe it. Your mom is making me garden with her. <laughs> so that was the night where I, I had a real discussion with my dad about how we had always dreamed about starting a company together. And, and the God's honest fact was he's great at starting businesses. I understand the actual product, the marketing and digital marketing side. So we ended up starting an LLC called Creative Business Enterprises. And about six months in, we were having a hard time. You know, uh, when he started his business, he had, you know, three partners and they all had different divisions and, and it was just us. So I was going online and I was, um, I was Googling like best search engine optimization, leave behind materials for conferences. And I was looking up best website production contracts. And I kept stealing other companies' paperwork from the internet and then Photoshopping my logo into it. And finally, my dad turned to me one day and said, maybe we should look at WSI because you keep stealing all their stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we did. And we, we ended up flying, uh, flying to Toronto and having a wonderful meeting with, at that time, the president and uh, of the company and the vice president of um, franchisee uh, sales and business development. And we totally fell in love with the idea of a franchise. We've had our franchise now for 11 years. Wow. wow. So what, Ryan, what was it about the WSI concept that, you know, that made it stand apart from the other uh, franchise concepts in that space? Sure. So first of all, there wasn't very many in the space doing it well. It was where there was people doing good digital marketing agencies. It was like, you know, a big company with an owner and a whole bunch of salespeople. And that that corporate life didn't uh, get me excited. I just left it. You know, I didn't want I didn't want more of it. I wanted less. Um, and the idea that there was a backbone, that the wheel is already greasy and it's already spinning. Like I remember the first six months of starting our company pre WSI and it was like, we were, we spent so much time just trying to figure out billing and trying to figure out paperwork and trying to figure out contracts and trying to set up the office and trying to read blogs and go to webinars and trying to stay ahead of the curve. And the beauty of the franchise model with, with WSI and with most franchises um, is that there's a backbone that's already in there to answer all your questions and make the processes easy. You still got to put the work in if you want to have a successful business, there's no doubt. But the backbone of producing the strategy, the process, the deliverables, the vendor relationships, the discounted cost of goods, all those kinds of things are what played into into wanting to, to purchase the franchise. So tell us about that first year with the franchise. What were some of the challenges you faced and how did you overcome them to get over <laughs> that first year hump? 
So, dude, I totally skinned my knees for like the entire first 12 months, maybe 14. So I'm a sales leader. Like I, I like sales. I don't like sales because I like talking people into buying something. I like sales because I like to be able to say, you need more growth in your business. And based on this information, I believe I can help you. And I love the win. I love the win. I love being able to watch a business go from $500,000 gross a year to a million dollars. Like I love the idea of seeing people win. Yeah, I don't have to win. I love seeing other people win. It makes me a winner when I see my people win, but I love watching them win. Um, the first, and, and because of that, because of my sales experience in sales management and district and regional management, I thought I'm gonna go find me uh, four full-time salespeople and two part-time salespeople. And I hired a bunch of yellow page salespeople. Um, and guess what? They killed it. They were selling so much stuff in that first three months of hiring everybody that I then had to fire everybody to figure out how to produce everything that they sold. And that was a business crusher because when you have a product, in this case, digital marketing, you know, Google stuff, YouTube stuff, website stuff, Facebook stuff, Instagram stuff, like people as businesses need all these things, it's not hard to sell it. But being that young in the business and just becoming a franchisee and then three months later having like nine projects I had to deliver that were complicated websites, complicated search engine optimization products, um, reputation management. And it wasn't like all of one same kind of thing. So I could just replicate the process. It was like I had to learn five different products and learn the WSI um, back end, the, the kind of infrastructure, the backbone on how to work with all of our production agencies and all of our vendors to produce these projects. Um, so that was really hard because the people that I hired, I really cared a great deal about, but I also knew I needed to shut the water off and say, you guys, I need you to stop selling for like six months, which also means I wouldn't be able to afford to keep paying them. So that was a huge, testament to it this stuff is easy to sell and people want it but it's also a testament to don't sell too much too fast when you're starting the business you need to learn your processes you need to learn your strategies you need to learn how to work with the vendors you need to learn how to work with the clients and the, the customers and the and how to work prospects and where to find prospects so to answer your question in a, in a long way there you go but in a short way we sold way too much too fast and it ended up hurting our reputation the first year and so what kind of, so what tra training do you, you have kind of, like what training did you have to have to be successful in this business? Well, uh, the experience that you get from the Yellow Pages is a really rigorous and a really aggressive sales goal that you always have to hit. So in the early part of my Yellow Book days where I was just doing Yellow Book sales, I learned a lot about tenacity. I learned a lot about not chasing too hard. I learned a lot about organizational follow-up. Um, a lot of the sales processes I brought over from Yellow Book to WSI, what I didn't bring over was the true understanding of the technology behind all the things that I was selling. Because now I'm not just selling a yellow page, uh, you know, five page website to a, to a plumbing company in San Diego, California. I'm selling that and then I'm producing it. I'm not just handing the contract off in the Yellow Book office and they send it into their production agency. Like I had to learn all of that. How do you work with the vendor? How do we get content? How do we get pictures? What's that relationship look like? 
uh, what kind of paperwork that we fill out. We, we use a project management software called Basecamp. I had to learn Basecamp. How do I post a new message? How do I set calendar deadlines? Like, it's just that kind of other side of not sales, but production that I had to learn. Yeah, and so you, you did touch on earlier, You I think you gave a very good um, overall view of the benefits of the franchise model. Um, but in terms of WSI um, specifically, what are, like what are the advantages of being involved in a home-based business as opposed to a, a location-based franchise? Okay, so I'm going to that there there's a comment that you made that I want to kind of uh, touch on, and then I'll answer your question uh, after that. Um, so you said home-based business, and I would certainly say that probably over half our home-based WSI franchises. Right. Uh, but at some point when you get big enough to where, you know, I have a director of production, I have a senior project manager, I have a CFO, I have a senior account manager, I have a social media coordinator, I have a VP of sales and marketing, right? So I can't work out at home anymore. <laughs> so, but the beauty of that too is that it's totally scalable. There's, there's people all over the world that I know personally they retired from a great career and they do this kind of for fun and for additional money on the side and they don't ever want to work out of a big office like this. Mm -hmm. so, so you can be as small of an agency as you want or you can be as big of an agency as you want. And it, that's a very unique thing in this kind of digital marketing franchise world. Um, what I love or the benefits, I guess, that I would have about WSI that I haven't brought up is number one, it's the community. Like the community of people in the WSI network are high quality, high functioning, helpful, family oriented. Let's work together and make this brand blow up people. Um, in fact, we have a Facebook community of about 900 of us. Uh, and like, for instance, I got a little while back, there was a, a, a six automotive dealership group, right? A group of six dealerships owned by one guy. Uh, and they, they, they were referred to me and he said, Ryan, you know, he said some nice things were said about me. And he said, Ryan, how can you help me? What would you do? And I said, you know what, let me, let me digest this and I'll get back at you. And he said, okay, thanks. And we hung up and I went to our Facebook community group and I said, Hey everybody, who have you worked with that has a multi automotive group for sales, sales automotive? What have you done that worked? What have you done that didn't work? What would you recommend? What's your price points? And within 24 hours, I had the perfect recipe handed to me by about five different people that work in the WSI network in America with auto groups. Wow. Yeah. So the idea that when I'm sitting in a prospect presentation and they say to me, well, what makes you different than everyone else we're talking to? I can tell them we represent the largest digital marketing footprint in the world. We have over 1,100 agencies in 87 countries. There's a, And then I named two or three that are right around where we are. And then I say, and you want to know what makes us different is that we're being powered by the biggest digital marketing agency in the world, but it's still family owned and operated. And you still get to come sit with us in the office, not work with somebody virtually. Yeah. Yeah. And you touched on the, like the number of like WSI franchises that are out there and consultants. Um, and you're fifth, your fifth largest in the network, which is highly, it's really impressive. So what methods or strategies did you use to um, help grow your business? Um, you fired people right like really quickly off the bat. Can you tell us what you, you did after that? And Yeah, it was heartbreaking letting yeah. those people go. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so a, a couple things. Number one was I refused. So the first, you know, six months of the business was really hard because I was so attracted to shiny things. I wanted all the sales we could get. I vowed after that sixth month, I'm not going to get distracted by shiny objects. Mm. I need to focus. I need to have a strategy. And and what I did was I spent the next six months producing all of those projects that were sold by my salespeople. And then when I finally pumped out that last one, I said, okay, I'm only going to focus on selling and producing search engine optimization. SEO, which a working definition of SEO is the act of aggressively pursuing first page rankings on Google. Mm -hmm. So if you're a law firm, you know, in your local city and you want to come up with someone types in uh, divorce attorneys near me or will and trust attorneys or whatever you want. If you're that law firm, you want to come up on the top of Google. Yeah, like, you want to be found. So that's a big product in the digital marketing world. And the reason that I, I chose that product really early on was a it's really easy to sell. B huge, huge margins and awesome net profitability. Three, it it's so easy to produce. And four, it's so easy to prove it's working. So I chose the most profitable, easiest product to work with. And I focused on it. And I, I made a name for myself with that product and I started getting lots of referrals and suddenly I'm getting referred to somebody because their plumbing company needs SEO and, and they know my electrician that I'm doing it for. And I go in there and gosh, he also needs a website. So now it's a website and SEO. And I naturally through the process of becoming an SEO specialist, which I have a YouTube channel called SEO on the go. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I am co-authoring a book right now and I, I am, Anyway, I made a name for myself with one product and then that product naturally moved into other, other products. So over the course of years, we went from being an SEO agency to being an SEO and website production agency to then adding in social media management to then adding in advanced paid search with Google and Google display and retargeting and, and, and Facebook and the suite of services kind of flexed and grew. Uh, along the way naturally just based on trying to focus on one thing. So would you say that's like your piece of advice, the piece of advice you would give to franchisees or, you know, people that are just starting out is to focus on one thing or does this just really only apply to WSI? No, I mean, well, I would say with, with my experience with digital marketing, you need to get really good at one thing. Mm -hmm. You do. And, you, and so earlier you described um, WSI as uh, sort of a network of family-owned or independent businesses, correct? Yes. So touching on that, tell us a bit about your work at the community level. Um, we understand that you were, you know, you provided assistance to folks um, to get them back on their feet in California during the fires there recently. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, in October of 2017, uh, our city, Santa Rosa, California, uh, was the city that had the um, worst fire in California history. Um, and there was over 5,000 homes that burned down, which if you think about an average community, an average community is like 300 homes. Driving around, you know, three, four, five blocks in a regular community, it's like 300 homes. So now take that and make that like 12 full communities of a small, like small city. Oh my God. Like, 
So, and then we also lost almost 3,000 businesses. So, uh, my office space uh, was right on the edge where the the you know fire people and and government services and um, you know uh, they wouldn't let us anywhere near our office. So I told everybody we should be donating time at the evacuation centers. We should be you know, feeding people food. We should be going through our closets to try to find clothing that we're not using. And I encouraged, and, and almost everybody that works with me did. Uh, we went, um, I know that like me specifically, I was at the evacuation center with my 11 year old son for 18 to 20 hours a day for six days. And I, I told everybody that works with me, I said, and you just tell me that you went and you'll get paid your daily, your daily income. Um, because if they, if we can't be here helping somebody out, we should be somewhere else helping somebody out. Um, and, and just the idea that if I worked at Comcast, you know, if I worked at a cable company or something, I would either just be out of the job for a week waiting for business to open back up, or I'd have nothing. I, I'm not in charge of my own destiny, right? So owning a franchise for me is kind of like getting a turnkey business to being able to be in charge of your life. Like I, one of the things I did from day one, I told my wife, I said, honey, I will be home every day by 530 to participate in dinner and homework with the kids. Right. And I was my son's baseball coach for four years. I was my daughter's softball coach for three years. Uh, I sit on the board of directors for my daughter's school. Like there's so many extra things that owning a franchise, I feel like benefits me. Um, it takes a lot of the stress and the worry and the concern that you're just not going to figure it out a ways, which, which then usually translates into you working really, 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 really hard all the time. But because you have that infrastructure, that backbone, the process, the strategy, the vendor relationship, the software, like it's all there. It opens up that time that you would normally spend worrying and working to actually have a life. And in addition to all those benefits, you also benefit from always having, you know, the corporate office to lean on. Um, tell us a bit about some of the support uh, WSI provides from their, from a corporate level to your franchise. Well, realistically, WSI supports, you know, their, their level of support is infinite. Right. Um, you know, they do everything from helping us with software to run the business and, and QuickBooks and vendor relationships with other businesses where, you know, we, I can purchase a website for, you know, $450 and sell it for $5,000. Um, the the amount of webinars, the amount of education they provide so that we're constantly knowing more than our other local competition, which is huge, um, is a big deal. They offer special certification courses so that you can get badges and really be kind of a leader in the industry. And when you sit down in front of a prospect and you say, by the way, I'm, I'm a certified social media specialist. I'm a certified Google analytic and data specialist. I'm a certified social sales specialist. That is something that, guess what, the other people they're meeting with can't say. And then the other thing uh, is their global conference. They have an amazing global conference every year. Last year it was in Montreal, Quebec. Uh, the year before it was in Toronto. Uh, the year before it was in Florida. Um, this year uh, in October it's in Cancun, Mexico at an all-inclusive resort. Um, and, and I'm bringing everybody, there's six of us going from my office. So. Here's why, because it's expensive, right? Because I'm going to be paying for all these hotel rooms, all you can eat resort tickets, uh, airfare, you name it. It's actually going to be less expensive than Montreal, which is fine. Um, 
But when you go there, you're with like 500, 600 other WSI consultants. And you're having breakfast with these people and you're asking them things like, well, what's working for you? What vendors are you using? Do you have any hot industries you're targeting? Oh, wow, really tell me more about that. Like the, the peer discussion every breakfast and every lunch and during break times, um, the keynote speakers on the big stage, you know, every year are fantastic. And then they have, you know, two to three workshops a day where maybe you need to better understand social media management. Maybe you need to get better at sales and they, there's sales certifications. Maybe you need to get better at understanding data and how data can relate to more products you can sell for a, pro or a client. But the amount of education going to the global conference, I did not go for the first two years of owning the franchise because it was like, it was expensive and I was brand new and I'm like, I need some, I need more money in the bank account before I can spend money to go. But the truth is, is the first year I went, it was mind blowing how much I knew I had missed in those two years that would have helped me be more successful. And, and the fact that it's fun and the fact that you get excited to go because you start to know people in the network, you start to know people on the Facebook community group and, and suddenly you're like part of the family and it's cool. Like there's the, the biggest social media conference in the world is happening in San Diego, California in like next week or the week after. And myself and two of my employees are going, but we're meeting up with like seven or eight other WSI consultants and we're planning dinners together and you know, who's going to go to what tracks I'll meet you there. Like it just gives you a family. Yeah. It's cool. It's like, it's like owning your own business and being all by yourself. We have all these other people that want to support you and help you. Mm, yeah. And, and, and corporate's great. And corporate is great at orchestrating personal relationships, not just topical business relationships. And you also have the support, speaking of family, you also have the support of your father. I, I believe he co-owns the, the business. Is that right as well? That's true. That okay. is true. And how is that like running a business, you know, with family? There's always, <laughs> um, I know like a random business, my sister would be like, a, not a good idea. So <laughs> I'm interested in, in, in knowing what, what it's like with your father. So it's at least once a week where somebody comes in and says, how do you guys work so cohesively? <laughs> so, and, and you know, this is a family business. Judy is my mom. <clears throat> my mom is our director of production and Brandon, my younger brother is our senior project manager. Wow. So the idea that it's it's this this franchise has given four people in my family a fantastic life. Yeah. But having said that, um, the relationship that we have is easy. Uh, my father is across my office uh, in his own office most of the time with his door closed, um, doing finances and QuickBooks and accounting and solving billing issues. Um, Judy is in the office maybe five hours a day. Uh, so she's not in here very much. And she's got her own office in the production office with Brandon. And Brandon just sits there with his headphones in, working with his head down. And I'm in the office like one third of the time. And the rest of the time I'm out in the community at networking events, at uh, expos, working with prospects, meeting with clients, things like that. Yeah. Is it hard to separate, you know, the have like a work-life balance when you're with no no and i was concerned about that initially so we hired a um we hired three people we hired a business coach 
which helps us with our efficiency, how we do business, how much are we charging, are we working well together, um, are we moving in the right direction, are we all on the same boat? Uh, we hired a finance man, uh, coach, a finance coach to every month. Well, we as owners, Ken and Judy and I, we actually meet every two weeks and review the entire finances, P&L, cost of goods, net profit, where we're at with sales. But we meet with our finance coach once a month and he navigates the finances with us. Um, and then we have a um, industry coach who is Neil Lappy. He's the number one guy in the network um, to just coach us. What are we doing wrong? What products are you selling? What are we charging too little? How do you, you know, I'm looking at hiring two more people and I'm working with him right now on what that looks like and their job descriptions and how we would pay them. But the thing is when it comes to money or to, to um, family, Family working together usually stresses out, number one, about the finances of the business, and number two, is everybody on the same boat, same boat rowing the same direction. So we did that really early on. We got the infrastructure in place. I call my dad, Ken. I call my mom, Judy, uh, from, you know, well, I'm only in here usually about nine or 10 to four o'clock. Um, and as soon as, as soon as it's, you know, 5.01 p.m., it's mom and dad. Yeah, so we when you're when you're in an office space and I'm calling my dad Ken, it takes away the he's my dad aspect and it turns him into a peer and a coworker. Interesting. So yeah. what is what would you say is the greatest lesson you learned as a franchisee? Like with because a lot of our listeners are people interested in investing in a franchise, what would be your ele I guess your elevator pitch for the franchise model and and the and the and the WSI concept. Uh, if your plan is to start a business and be on an island all by yourself, figuring it out, and you don't like working with coworkers and people, uh, don't buy a franchise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you want to be successful, if you want to have a backbone and an infrastructure, and you can call the home office and ask for Cheryl, or ask for Rima, or ask for Valerie, or ask for Mark, or ask for Raj, or ask for Cam. I could go on and on. You have this giant support staff of people that can help you. Um, so if your idea is that you don't want to be on an island, but you want to be in a city, and you've got lots of people around you helping you, but you're still in charge, it's a great franchise down. And, uh, you know, off of that, you have so many accolades. Uh, you've got top contributor, the top contributor award. Um, and out of, you know, 2100 WSI consultants in 87 countries, um, and you were granted one of those four awards as well. Um, so what would you say is the key to your success? Well, first of all, that's funny because I, I <clears throat> didn't realize that I, that was even an option to get that kind of an award. Um, but I remember really early on, I was calling the home office all the time and asking questions. How do I do that? I need help with this. I need to put a bid together for this industry. I don't know how. Send me to somebody. And Everybody that, that I talked to was so kind and so generous with their time that, you know, flip the tables, you know, years and years later, I, I love helping and giving back. So it's little things like I teach a, a quick start program class every six weeks uh, where I help people understand how to prospect, bid, sell, and produce kind of the, an entire life cycle of a, of a sale. Um, I work with and talk to potential franchisees all the time, two, three times a month. 
um, just spending time like this with you, answering questions, taking an hour and saying, what do you want to know? Like, if this isn't right for you, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> and there's been a couple of times where I'm like, dude, I don't think you're going to like this. Everything you're saying to me uh, is a red flag. Um, and then also, I'm like I said earlier, I'm helping co-author the WSI uh, Digital Minds book. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I teach workshops in, in our regional uh, meetings. I don't know. I, I just, it, I attribute the success of getting that award with me just wanting other people to be successful. Wow. Yeah. So what's, you've touched on this before, but can you tell us what's next for you and your business? Oh yeah. So I'm actually in the middle right now of succeeding Ken and Judy out of their shares of the business, um, which means that I now need to begin and have started looking for a new director of production. Uh, and I'm also now starting to look for a new company that can actually do all of our finances. I don't want to hire someone and do that, but I got to go find a company. Um, so just in terms of infrastructure change, that's going to, that's going to happen this year. Um, and then the secondary part of that is the division that I'm being more aggressive with growing is our new social media management division. Mm -hmm. uh, so that, that's kind of what's next for us. All right. Um, so just to wrap things up, Ryan, on a, I guess a franchise fun note, um, this is a feature we do in our magazine. Um, Trisha will just throw a sentence starter your way and you'll complete it. Sound good for you? I like it. All right. All right. The most interesting thing I've done recently is. Jeez. The most interesting thing done recently is. Uh, I guess uh, yesterday there was this old lady who had her car broken down the middle of the road and I helped push it out of the way. I don't know. Is that interesting? That is interesting. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I mean, I do have a very interesting life, but that's the most recent. <laughs> In its best form, work is? Fun. Fun. Nice. So just as a side note, we all have like Nerf guns hidden under our desks. Okay. <laughs> like, I have a pool table in our bullpen. Oh, wow. We need right. Like, I, when I say fun, I mean, it is not irregular that it's a Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. and two people are playing pool, just taking a break. Nice. A, yeah. good, a good franchisee is? Someone organized and dedicated to their business growth and dedicated to their clients. And a good franchisor is? WSI. All right. The hardest thing for me to do is? Oh, leave my house in the morning. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. I So, you know, when we started the business really early, <clears throat> you know, we were in the office at eight and we were out at five. Wow. And then, you know, my wife would go to bed and I'd be on my email that night, that kind of thing. Um, now, fast forward and, you know, I get in the office around nine or 10 and I'm always gone by four. And sometimes you'll, well, it needs at least two or three times a month, you'll find me golfing. So uh, there you go. Nice. My personal motto is? Uh, Chance favors a prepared mind, said by Albert Einstein. I like it. Uh, the person who's had the most positive influence on me as a business person is? My dad. Nice. And finally, Canadian franchising is? Awesome. There we go. Best answer yet. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ryan. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe.
subscribe to the Franchise Canada Chats podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. For more, head to FranchiseCanada.online.